So today we hear in the gospel, we heard uh, towards the end of the gospel of the second parable, it says two men entered the temple in today's gospel to pray. One was a Pharisee and one was a tax collector. So the audience, the, the audience that Jesus is speaking to, they're Jews. And all Jews know that in a Jewish person's eye, a Pharisee is considered the model of holiness. He's considered the virtuous man. He is considered the man with wisdom, is the, is the Pharisee in a, in a Jewish person's eye. The tax collector, on the other hand, is far from the model of holiness. The tax collector actually is considered a big sinner in a Jewish person's eye. A tax collector is considered a traitor because they work for the Romans, and then they have to go out and get, uh, on behalf of the Romans, these tax collectors who are Jews, and collect money from their own people. So they're considered traitors and they're considered sinners and oftentimes they would charge more than what was owed to the Romans for a commission to, for themselves. So that's why they had no respect amongst Jewish people. That's why they were actually looked down upon. And shockingly, what we hear today, it's the tax collector, the one who's not the model of holiness, is not the model of righteousness, who is justified, we're told, in comparison to the model of holiness, which was the Pharisee. What does it mean to be justified? Justified, to be justified means to win God's favor. The tax collector, who's not the model of holiness, who's considered the, the public sinner, won God's favor by his actions and his words. The tax collector won God's favor, where in reality, the Pharisee did not win God's favor. We heard in the gospel, Jesus says, I tell you, the tax collector went home justified with God's favor and not the Pharisee. So his audience, Jesus' audience that's hearing this is, wait, what? Really? And so if the Pharisee is the model of virtue and wisdom in the eyes of the Jews, why didn't he win God's favor? Why did he leave the temple not justified? And the answer is because the Pharisee's prayers and his actions lacked something called purity of intention. Purity of intention. What does that mean, purity of intention? Every single one of our actions has an intention behind it. There's a reason why we do what we do. And to be purity of intention, purity of intention is doing everything with the simple desire to please God. And the Pharisee left the temple not justified, without God's favor, because his intentions of his actions and his prayers were not to please God. And we have to ask ourselves today, this is a pretty sobering gospel. We have to ask ourselves today, if our intentions when we pray do and act, or, I'm sorry, if, the, if our intentions when we pray or do an act of charity isn't to please God, then we will not win God's favor. And all our prayers and all that we do is in vain. This is a reality check for all of us today, myself included. So think about it, this Pharisee, the model of righteousness, People would look to him as the faithful one. Oftentimes, we're in the same situation. We could show up on our judgment day completely empty. We come to Mass on Sunday, we pray our prayers, we uh, do acts of charity, we donate, and then we can show up in front of God and God can say, all that that you did, why did you bother? You did not win my favor. Why? It's because your purity, your intention behind why you did what you did, all your prayers... All your actions, they weren't for me, what God will say on our judgment day. They were for yourself. They were for other people to see. You'd never won my favor. And this is what's sobering about today's gospel. 
This is what sobering. We can show up empty-handed. What we think in our own minds that, oh, I showed up, I did this action, I did that action, I prayed this, I did this, I did that, and I did this. And I show up to the front of God and God says, what have you done in your life? Wait, what do you mean, God? You didn't see all those things I did? No, actually, I have nothing in my book of anything you've done. And so it's the intention which makes every single one of our acts holy or every one of our acts sinful. When someone gives to the poor, one can do it with the intention to alleviate the pain of the suffering out of charity and love for that person who's in need. Or it could be, I want other people to see me. And if it's, I want other people to see me, or I want other people to recognize me, save your money. Keep your money. Because we will not win God's favor. We see this in today's gospel, right, with this Pharisee. He did not win God's favor. He left the temple not justified. And we see this, right? It says he prayed, but his prayer... We know that the Pharisee prayed. He prayed, but his prayer lacked purity of intention, so God rejected his prayer. He didn't pray to please God. The reason he prayed, his intention beyond his prayer was to congratulate himself. Look at me. Look how great I am. I don't do this. I don't do that. And don't we do that sometimes? What is he doing here at Mass? What is she doing here? They're not faithful. We lose God's favor when we do that. He practiced, we're told the Pharisee, he practiced being a virtuous person. I am not greedy. I am not dishonest. I am not an adulterer. I'm not bad like this tax collector. So he practiced being a virtuous person. But in reality, his actions lacked purity of intention. So God rejected all his virtuous works. He might as well have been a cheater. He might as well have been greedy. What's the intention behind what we do, what we do, and why we do it? If it's not God, I am not an adulterer, I'm not greedy, out of love for you, it's in vain. So we have to ask ourselves that. We're told the Pharisee, he fasted. It says, I fast twice a week, not once. I fast twice a week, this Pharisee, he says. But his actions lacked purity of intention, so God rejected his fasting sacrifice. What's the point of fasting? We fast twice a week, but we're a jerk to other people. What's the point? What's the point behind that? He did charitable acts, this Pharisee. I pay tithing on my whole income, which means I give 10 to 20% of my whole income. I give it to the poor. But his donation lacked purity of intention, so God rejected his donation. Brothers and sisters, why do we do what we do? Why? Only two people know If our intentions are pure or if they're not pure, number one, me, myself, I know why I do what I do. And who's the other person? God. Only two people who know why we do what we do, me and God. And so what are some signs? What are some signs that I do what I do for God or if I do it for other people? I do it because I'm a Christian or I do it so other people can recognize it. What are some of these signs that our prayers and our actions are rooted in purity of intention and that our actions are for God and not for ourselves or to be seen from others? What are the signs of it? One sign. Rather than getting discouraged, someone with purity of intention recognizes that it is God's will when our work that we are doing doesn't have the results we necessarily wanted. I'm guilty of this. I'm guilty of this because I remember that we had a retreat one time And I was in charge of putting this retreat together. And the first retreat that we did, we ran out of room. A few months later, we did the same retreat. 
It barely filled up. And I said, we should cancel it. Why? Because my intention was impure. I said, God, it's for you. I want this retreat to be for you. I love you so much. Thank you, God, for the first retreat. Look, look how great it was. And then the second one comes around. I say, maybe we should wait. Was my intention for the love of God? Or was it for my own ego? For our own pride? Sometimes we do this with posting on social media and we don't get the desired results. So we hurry up, we put up a, quote, a Bible quote or something about a saint and then we get a bad comment or we don't get that many likes and we hurry up and take it down. Why? Didn't get the results I was expecting. Why are we doing it? What's the point? If one person gets something from it, it's worth it. Another sign, rather than getting angry and defensive, someone with purity of intention remains calm when we, are, when we are done with our work and the work is not recognized by others for our efforts. We work so hard sometimes and it goes unnoticed. But we stay calm and we don't get defensive. Rather than abandoning prayer, another sign of purity of intention, rather than abandoning prayer, someone with purity of intention trusts in God's will when what we pray for doesn't happen how we expected it or within our time frame. How quickly we abandon our prayer. Look at this suffering that entered into my life that I wasn't expecting. Look how quickly, you know what God, you're not working in my time frame. This is not happening fast enough. So I'm not going to pray anymore. What's the intention behind our prayer? Why are we even praying in the first place? That's rooted in me and what I want. Not my love for God. God, I love you. Jesus, I trust in you. Yes, I'm suffering. You'll carry me through the suffering. You're always with me. You never abandon me. I need you more now that I'm suffering than when times are going really good. What are our intentions? Another and final sign, someone with purity of intention donates and gives without expecting their name on a flyer or a plaque with their name on it. Fine, if your name ends up on a flyer and you didn't ask for it, good. But if I, you know what, I'm not going to donate to them anymore. I'm not giving my money to the church anymore. I'm not doing this because I wasn't recognized for it. I want you to say my name. You're better off saving your money. Because pride has gone in the way and our intentions are not receiving any favor from God. So how do we ensure that our prayers and actions are immersed, that they're drenched in purity of intention so that we will be favored by God on a daily basis, on an hourly basis? Just one thing. Throughout our day, we should ask ourselves, why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? Why am I doing this? And why am I doing that? Throughout my day, our actions change on an hourly basis. Why are we doing what we're doing? Is what we need to ask ourselves. Why am I praying my rosary to hurry up and get it done? Not a good intention. Not a pure intention. Or am I praying my rosary so, God, this person who is really struggling, Simon or so-and-so, and they ask for my prayers, I pray for them in this rosary. That's intentional. And that's what we have to ask ourselves. We can actually insert the name of a person as we're praying the Hail Mary, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for Simon now and at the hour of our death. Now it's intentional. It's not just Hail Mary, full of grace, Hail Mary, full of grace, Hail Mary, full of grace, Hail Mary, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. 50 Hail Marys, five Our Fathers, I'm good. I did my, I did my rosary, look how, look how holy I am. We should ask ourselves throughout the day, why am I visiting my elderly parent today? Is it because I want it to be, I want to be noticed by my siblings that this sibling does all the work. Look how they sacrifice. Or am I doing it for the love of God? What is my intention? My friend is a priest, 
And he told me somebody who came to him and asked him a question, a parishioner. She took care of her father for five years. He was bedridden. Could even take a, she, she had to change him and do everything for him for five years. And she had five or six other brothers or sisters. The, the father passed away and then his will was read. And all of them got the same amount from the will. And she came to my priest friend and said, I don't get it. I don't understand. And my priest friend asked her one question. Why did you care for your father? Was it out of love? Or so you could get more inheritance money? What's your intention? Finally, why do I give money to the poor, to those in need? For the love of God? Or to be noticed? I saw a poor person on the side of the road one day. And I saw a lady next to him. He's holding a sign. I saw a lady next to him. And she has her phone out and she's taking a selfie with her arm around him. What are you going to do with that picture? Are you going to post it online? Because your intention is not in the right place. If that's what she did. I don't know what she did. I'm not judging. I'm just saying that that's what it looks like. We have to ask ourselves why we're doing what we're doing. I'll end with a true story from a saint. A young saint by the name of Saint Aloysius. Who's from Gonzaga, Italy. Saint Aloysius of Gonzaga one day was with his friends on the soccer field playing a game and they were just about to start a new game of soccer. One of the guys on the field said to the rest of the teammates, what would you guys do if you knew that you were going to die immediately after this soccer game? One guy said, I would leave this game immediately right now and I would go to confession right away. Another guy said, I would leave immediately and I would go to church and I would say my prayers. When it came for the saint to speak, when it came for his turn to talk and to speak, he responded, I would stay on the field and continue on with this game. His friends were so surprised with his response and asked him, how could you prepare yourself to die if you stay here and continue on with this game? The saint quickly responded by saying, I began this game with the intention of pleasing God, and therefore I'm doing what is most pleasing to him right here, right now. And so, brothers and sisters, let us sit here for a minute. Let us ask ourselves, how pure are my intentions? Amen.